Maurice and I would like to take a little time to thank Robert Rogers and all the folks at Parks Motor Sales for sponsoring the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today special guest podcast. When you need special treatment during your next new or pre-owned vehicle purchase, visit Parks Motor Sales at 919 Nashville Highway in Columbia or visit them online at parksmotorsales.com. It's Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Once again, with Mo, here's Chris. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. I am, in fact, Chris Yao. I am, in fact, joined by Mo Patton. Coach Mike on the controls. We thank you guys for being here with us. It's been a, it's been a Monday for everybody, and that's okay. Because if it's Monday for us, it's Monday for you. We hope that we're helping you get through this Monday process. We get in this morning and JP has taken his (laughs) his equipment. How dare he take his equipment? How dare he take his tripods? He took his tripods his phones and everything. And I'm just like... But then now, how? I mean, we've made it without Facebook for the last three days. So, oh, I'm not sure if "made it" is the right word, but okay. So, welcome back to our Facebook folks. Um, yeah. Now it's time, as it is each and every Monday, to be joined by our friend, the voice of the Blue Raiders, Mr. Chip Walters. Chip, welcome into the show. We really appreciate you taking this time out of your day. I know you're so busy. You've got everything going on. But yet, you join us, and we cannot thank you enough. Well, that's quite the... Quite the intro there, and uh, and uh, I had some I'll try time. not to add. I'll, I'll try not to add any more complexities to your Monday. <laughs> I had to. Uh, <laughs> I had some. We time appreciate to think about that. It. I had some time to think about your intro this weekend, Chip. I thought about uh, it on, oh, the, on my twelve-hour drive home from Myrtle Beach. Twelve. Oh God. From that's about right from Myrtle. Well, oh. no, it's, it, it was only eight and a half via road, but we have a yeah. six-week-old, so we stopped for an hour every. Three. Yeah. <laughs> I hey, forget I, I those days. A, My bad. I got a Myrtle. And, and you, you being fresh off that trip, uh, story you would appreciate. Was it two seasons ago when middle basketball was playing in the Myrtle Beach tournament over at Coastal? Mm-hmm. And, and, and the way that tournament fell, it, it was Thanksgiving weekend. They played Thursday, Friday, Saturday was an off day, and then the final day was Sunday. Mm-hmm. So, uh, as it worked out, Middle played their they played Thursday, and then their second game on Friday was like 
about a 10 a.m. or actually it was like 9.30 central time. It was like a 10.30 uh, eastern time game. And uh, so and middle football was at home against UAB. So uh, so I, as soon as the second game was over, I had flown down with, with the basketball team. Second game was over on Friday noonish, little one o'clock. So I'd rented a car and was packed. And as soon as basketball game was over, hit the road from Myrtle back or Conway, actually back to Murfreesboro. Got in, actually got in, you know, fairly decent hour, about nine o'clock uh, Friday night. Football game was at four, at three o'clock, three or four o'clock on Saturday afternoon. So called the football game, was still packed, had the car packed back up. As soon as the game was over, I left the Greenland Drive parking lot at 7.30 Central Time, p.m., got into, got back to the hotel, uh, which was in on the beach, in Myrtle Beach, at uh, about 5 in the morning on Sunday and mm. called the game. We had the late game on Sunday afternoon, which was like 6 o'clock. And then, uh, and, and we had chartered that trip. So that was, and, uh, so I, I was able to get, you know, pretty decent amount of sleep Sunday morning, call the basketball game on Sunday and we, and flew back with the team. So it was one of those where it all kind of worked out. And, uh, but that was my Myrtle Beach story. So there you go. You don't want to do that too often. No, 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 no. Once it, is it, enough. <laughs> uh, yeah. And that was. I mean, it was funny, Coach Coach McDevitt, you know, was because he, he knew I was going to be driving late after the football game, and and he said, he said, now you text me every hour, let let you know, let me know you're okay and all that, which I appreciated, but uh, it was, uh, you know, the thing was, I, I I actually went on Saturday night, I got into Atlanta for Murfreesboro. It was about midnight Eastern time, so eleven o'clock, and I got on the on the east side of Atlanta, got a full tank of gas, got back on the interstate, set the cruise control. I'm sure it was at a legal uh, rate of speed. I'm sure it was at a legal rate of speed, yes. But I I, I put the cruise control on, and Mo, I promise you, I did not touch. the, the, The cruise control stayed on for about 200 miles. I was in I'd gotten into Columbia, South Carolina before I ever had to tap my brakes. It was just one of those nights where there was nobody out and, and, and I was rolling. That's awesome. Now, if, <laughs> if, if you'll notice, Mr. Yao, Mr. Walters went 24, 75, 20. I know. Because that's what normal people do. <laughs> Listen, I didn't know any better. No. Did you, did you make, did you go the Northern route through, I did. uh, he, he, okay. He, he, he did. Okay. Yeah. It wasn't a bad wasn't trip. A bad I just, trip. you know, we I had just, somebody you know, that, had somebody um, that um, called dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, Chip, um, interesting baseball weekend because the Blue Raiders had a chance to win a series early, wound up splitting it. Correct. You know, what, what is – you know, what's the emotion when you win the first two games first, of a four-game series four and, you series and you wind up splitting it? I know. That's, 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 I, I was thinking about the same thing yesterday afterwards. You know, you, you, I mean, 
most of the time you go and you split on the road, you feel pretty good about that. I mean, it, it, well, now in a 2-2 two, two on the road, you know, you're doing okay, especially if you go 3-1 on the road. That's You feel really good about that. But but you're right. Had it, you know, would your emotions after the series, if you'd lost the first two and won the second two, right. would they be any different than what they did in winning the first two? And, you know, and and – and and then and then they you know gave gave up some runs in the second game of the doubleheader on Saturday and then again uh, and when yesterday was a three one game had the tie run at the plate late uh, couldn't get a hit the hit that they wanted but uh, you know got another great pitching performance out of Aaron Brown on Friday and you know I think he's going to have a chance to be pitcher of the year in the league he'll at least be in the in the conversation, but, but what it did to the standings, I was just looking at that this morning and uh, not a ton of difference, except Southern Miss has been extremely hot. Uh, Middle still is ahead of UTSA in the standings, even though they lost three out of four at UTSA, Southern Miss lost their first, got swept the first weekend. So they were 0 and 4. And they are now ten and five, so they have been ten and one in their last eleven. And does it surprise you that Southern Miss has done that? Not at all, because you've, you know, that they've been good for so long. The to me, the real, the two real surprises are Charlotte and Old Dominion in the East. Uh, Charlotte fourteen and two. I don't know that I saw that coming. Old Dominion thirteen and three in the league right now, and then. Besides those two and Louisiana Tech and Southern Miss, those are the only four teams that have double-digit win totals in the conference. You've got a ton that are that are kind of jammed at, you know, eight, seven, six. Those those kind of win totals right now. Mm-hmm. So so as we head into the what what will be the final month of the season, that's going to be another fifteen games. Uh, so. 15 or or 18 games, they're playing 32 this year. So it's going to be, you know, we're we're at the midpoint right now of the conference race. And right now, middle's in good shape, and they've got a a back-loaded home schedule for the most part, starting this week with with UAB coming in. So they're in a good spot uh, as far as the tournament goes if they can take care of business at home. Uh, Yeah, they're they're at home three of this last four – um conference weekends like you said starting this weekend against uab the following week they've got la tech coming in here then they go to southern miss before finishing up at home against florida international so certainly an opportunity to to make some headway if they can take advantage of that home field situation there yeah absolutely and and you know the uh you've got two you know, hot starters uh, and Peyton. Well, Peyton Wigginton pitched really well uh, on on Saturday, but uh, but between Brown and Keenan and now Wigginton, uh, young man uh, Trey Siebert uh, has moved into the the Sunday role. Uh, but they where they've had some issues is out of the bullpen between the starter and getting to David Zaz. Zaz has been outstanding uh, as a closer. But you got to get to him uh, with a situation to close, uh, and he's uh, and that that's where they've run into some 
some inconsistencies. Not that the you know anything like the wheels have fallen off out of the bullpen, but but uh, you know they're trying to find who is that next guy they can count on to to you know to get it to Zaz whether it's in the eighth or ninth. And I would imagine playing these four game series, Chip, has made that even more of a concern. I mean, you see it in the Southeastern Conference with the three game series. We just watched. I'm sure most of us watch this Vandy, Tennessee series. And, you know, you feel pretty good about your Friday, Saturday starters. You feel pretty good about your first couple of guys out of the pen. But on Sunday, things can get really hairy really quick. Now, in the conference, in Conference USA, you add another game to that series and your pitching staffs already may not be where you want them to start with, and then you start lengthening things out with that fourth game. It's, um, I would imagine it's made a lot of coaches in Conference USA either gray or bald. Well, what it does is 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 you you have to roll the dice a little bit, and and you know you either get lucky, and you, you well, and, and you go that you take a chance and go that extra batter. Sometimes with a reliever, and you think you know when you when you and normally, if it was you know in a midweek game, or you would not hesitate to take the guy out and go to the bullpen. Well, you're kind of rolling the dice. Okay, can we get one more batter out of him? And we're seeing a lot, and you know, and I've seen it a couple of times with Middle, where they've gotten bitten mm-hmm. uh, by by going that one extra guy. And to answer your question, bit, no, we can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and 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 because you because you're you're relying on on your bullpen having some quality depth, and th- these are good college hitters, and uh, and so you know it, it's 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 really tough on pitching coaches right now. And, and and managers or head coaches trying to make that decision. You know, can you ride him one more, two more batters? Can you get through one more inning? So, uh, you know, and again, it all works together. So it's, so it's important to get runs early, uh, especially in the doubleheader games. Mm. And uh, because the, the fifth inning gets there pretty quick. And, uh, and, and so if you can get good starts, you know, if you can get, you know, seven innings out of your starters on Friday and Sunday and five or six innings and or complete game on header games on Saturday, yourself out. I would almost be tempted to look at throwing my ones and twos in the double header and seeing if I can get complete games. Well, you know, that, that that's that's a theory. For sure, and I've seen I've seen I've seen folks do it, but you know I, I think you know in, in in with Toman's case, Aaron Brown has been so dominant that I, I think you know they feel like they can get the, they can get a complete game on Friday from him on most on most weeks, and you know like the other day he was no walks and twelve strikeouts again. I mean he's his 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 walk strikeout to walk numbers are are, are just crazy. And, uh, so, you know, and I think, you know, there's, there's that the other, the flip side of your theory is, okay, let's, let's, I want, I want that one to go Friday and get us off to a good start. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and, and so they are using Keenan on Saturday and Keenan and Wigington, which are, you know, 
you know, those are they're both solid as they can be, and and they did get a complete game out of Wigington in the first game, but you know, then in the second game they had to go to the bullpen, and then again on Sunday, and uh, and and you know, it's uh, you know, it's you know, you just you learn by experience, and and uh, and I'll and I'll use uh, you know a phrase that. You know, whenever some when those situations came up, and Coach Pete, you'd ask him about them. He goes, "Well, that's baseball." <laughs> and sometimes it's just that simple. Um, you mentioned Peyton Wigginton, three and two with a two nine two ERA. Um, got some really nice looking numbers over here. You mentioned David Zaws, four and zero with a one seven five five saves, but topping that list of ERAs now he's only made five appearances but um we talked about in the last segment Columbia Central's uh 2020 baseball team Jaden Ham who would have led that pitching staff one and one with a one one two ERA um eight innings of work six strikeouts um sounds like maybe he's not gone a lot recently Chip yeah I think uh, it, 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 yeah, I think he did pitch Saturday, okay. but you know he, he's he's still a young guy, and and I think they're trying to pick their spots with him mm-hmm. uh, to where they. I think they really really like him, and obviously he is backing that up with with what he's doing on the field. They, and, they picked uh, and they, on the mound. They picked a spot with the bases loaded on Saturday. <laughs> that was a that was an interesting. Uh, I'm reading the play by play here. Mm-hmm. Chip, so I, not like I watched the game. I, I know nothing about this other than I'm reading the play-by-play. It, so uh, he comes in for Cybert with the bases loaded, and uh, that was wild. Well, maybe that's why his ERA is so low. He's given up other folks' runs and not his. Well, <laughs> but um, when, he, did, when he got in, it was 2-1. to one. When he left, it was 5-1. Uh, so that was uh, not ideal. But, I mean – the fact that they have the confidence in him to put him in, in that situation, situation with with bases loaded has got to be positive, right? Oh, I would think so. I mean, they're not going out; they're not putting him in there to pour gasoline on a fire. Uh, but well, I mean, in that situation, if your base is loaded in less than two outs, you know, your one your one extra base hit from being five to one, and that and 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 that so you're you're a double away. From seeing your deficit go from two to one to five to one, so, but yeah, I think if they're if they're trusting him uh, in that in that situation, then then the, that that is obviously a good sign. Uh, but similar is playing well, um, so I mean he's he, he's he's really they've used him uh, uh, as a, as a if he's not starting, they will almost always use him in a. Uh, defensive replacement role in the outfield uh, almost every game. I was fascinated because he played second base. Well, he was scheduled to play second base his senior year, and I was wondering where he was going to fit in at the collegiate level, whether he was going to go back to the outfield or whether he was going to you know, work in as a middle infielder or how that was going to go for him. But um, very talented guy. Yeah, and got speed and, and – uh, and, they're you know trying to use it the best they can and and to you know keep him you know use him wherever they can whether it's in a starting role or if somebody's hot then uh you know get him in there you know in a key pinch run situation or defensive replacement that kind of thing it's uh you know he's he's done well bryson thomas same thing he's doing well 
so the so the locals uh, around Murray County have have uh, have worn the Blue Raider uniform well this year. We like that. Yep. Um, on the other diamond, get a a series win over Western. That's at, always a good thing at home. Which is yeah, Western has played four conference games this year. <clears throat> All four of them against Middle Tennessee State this past weekend. I don't know what has happened to wow. them and how they have only played four conference games. But um, the Lady Raiders' hand is Shelby Nunn, her first loss of the year. After she beats them in game one of the doubleheader on Saturday, they uh, the, the Lady Raiders come back and get uh, get the, the nightcap win. So a 3-1 series victory over Western in softball. So. Yeah, they, their bats have been – they have scored a bunch of runs lately. And also, they've got a freshman pitcher named Corinna Dodd, who was the conference pitcher of the week the previous week. And she's really been, uh, you know, kind of giving them some depth uh, as far as a starter. And, again, when you have these four-game weekends, you know, you can't – it's hard to send that one arm out there for mm-hmm. all four games. And and she's given them uh, some some real support uh, in the starters' role. Yeah, that that nightcap on Saturday went nine innings, uh, and finally, in the ninth inning, um, Jocelyn De La Cruz got on by error and scored Kelsey Hill to get the five four win in the bottom of the ninth. So. Mm-hmm. Always nice to get a little walk off too to to end the night. So. Uh, absolutely, and then looking at the standings because uh, everything is still your point toward conference tournament time. The uh, ladies are in second place in the East behind Charlotte, who is nine and three. It's a good year on the diamond at Charlotte, apparently. Then uh, middle seven and five, and that's and they've got a three game lead in the win column over Marshall, Western in last place uh, in the in the East. And out West, uh, interesting numbers. An 8-4 and four team is in second place behind a six-win team in North Texas. West, North Texas 6-2. and two. So, again, I don't know whether they've lost a series in there somewhere or whether Western has as well, having played only four games where everybody else has played three series. So, anyway... Right now, uh, Jeff Breeden's team is uh, is uh, playing pretty well, and uh, we'll we're do, we'll be doing a Facebook uh, live on Wednesday night at seven with uh, Toman and uh, with Breeden. Uh, and that'll be at seven o'clock on the uh, on the Blue Raider Athletics Facebook page. Awesome. Well, that's good to hear. Always, always good to get the updates from from both uh, baseball and softball, and it's it's springtime, so that is really our focus here. We appreciate your your helping us focus in on. It. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm here to do. I'm here to help, and we appreciate your help, Chip Walters, the voice <laughs> of the Blue Raiders. Thank you so much for joining us this Monday. We will speak to you next week. All right, talk to you. See you. All right, that's Chip Walters on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline joining us talking Blue Raiders, not Black and Silver Raiders. <laughs> um, not Red Raiders. Not red. Up. That's right. None of those. No. The blue ones. Blue Raiders. We like the Blue Raiders. True blue, yep. as they would say. 
All right, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we will talk about uh, the Braves. So there you go. On Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Stick around. Thank you for listening to the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today special guest podcast brought to you by Parks Motor Sales. Don't forget to listen each day live 9 to 11 a.m. on WKOM 1017 FM in Columbia. Also visit our website sm-tnsports.com for more local sports coverage in Southern Middle Tennessee.